and welcome back to The Small Introvert. I am your podcaster, Sally, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about, well, how does one become a writer, but much more specifically, how do you find your ideas and how do you find your mojo and your style? Now, I have already spoke about style finding before in episode number two and in episode number three. Now, in episode number four, which is of today, I'll be much more specific because a lot of people do not know what their style is and they're afraid of of it being uh, copied or if they are copying by accident someone else's work. First things first, red flag. It's okay because it is a style. It's not like it's patented by someone else unless the writer is actually known. Let's say, for example, like Isbaya, uh, Stephen King, J.K. Rowling. Uh, Albert Camus, uh, Kaleo, for example, Kaleo, no, Kaleo is banned, what the hell, <laughs> anyway, but you know what I mean, like, unless it's a style that is very patented, on which it would become, it would become to turning into a registry, a writing registry, and a writing school, a writing style, let's say for realism, surrealism, fantasy, uh, fiction, uh, and it would follow your suits. Now, those suits can change between eras and sometimes between decades. So it depends on where you live, it depends on what style you're going to be writing, and also on what genre you're going to be writing. Let's say, for example, you're going to be writing horror. Horror, the best one that I could give you is uh, the writing of Steven Spielberg and Stephen King. These are the two that are hands down that if you copy, you don't have to copy to the T. First things first, this is the first thing that you should do if you are going to be writing in that style, in that genre, because I am. Uh, so, we were saying, so, yeah, you need, like, to know what you want, to know what you want to do when it comes to writing, hence why I always advise someone to get a sketchbook. For the blurbs. Now, it's not just the blurbs actually that is very useful for this, it's also for the character building, it's also very useful for the storyline, it's also very useful for the inspiration point of view, for the, uh, also for writing the ideas and the styles that you're going to be writing. You can always practice in your sketchbook instead of the shadows that you're going to be publishing, so that's why. Now, that being said, there's a lot a lot of styles that you can copy from and you can literally mix and match so it doesn't have to be uh it doesn't have to be hundred thousand percent authentic now what does that do with finding your mojo and finding the ideas that you want to do now most of the tips that i could that i've heard actually as a person and that i would could give is that if you are a writer if you are going to begin always start something that is close to home Meaning, start something that is close to your daily routine. Let's say, for example, like the first novel that I wrote, I think it was called. Uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah. It was called The Adventures of Millie. Now, The Adventures of Millie, actually, it was a very old story that I actually never got to publish because I was too shy. I was 10. And it was a adventure 
<laughs> this is an adventure story of a girl getting stuck inside of an anime because at the age of 10 I started drawing manga. <laughs> I know it's silly, but just saying it took me somewhere that was kind of my life but to an extent of fantasy, if that makes any sense. I was mixing my life with with Alice in Wonderland, basically, but instead of going through a rabbit hole, I went through a dwelling, just an example. Now, that being said, this means that if you are someone who wants to begin a project, and particularly in writing, it is always best to start somewhere you are very familiar with. Say, for example, you love reading, I don't know, say, for example, like the Saw series or uh, Stephen King books or Expaya or Adakami or, um, or, I don't know. You start with their style or you start with their ideology, dare I say? Not ideology, their way of thinking, which is always helpful for you. Now, that being said, it doesn't have to be the same idea. You can find something that is very happening here, let's say, for example, in the world, let's say, for example, like, uh, slavery, sex slavery. Like, I have actually discussed this sex slavery thing in my book, Sold to Lucifer, which is actually available on Wattpad and on Dreamy for free. So you can literally check it out, it's totally fine. I would love to have your opinions on it, but yeah. Let's say, for example... Say for example, also the character and the inspiration that I've used in the mojo, in my mojo in this book in particular is Slavic mythology. Now, Slavic mythology is actually linked to my own studies, which is literature and mythology and theology of Slav people, of or Russian people of pre-Christian era. Just an example. So always, always, when you try to find your idea to work, especially when it comes to these kind of projects, is find something that you are passionate about, an idea that you are passionate about. If not the idea, at least the um, at least something that is linked to your own life and to your own lifestyle, you should do it. You know what I mean? So that's why it's always best to do that. Now, when you try... Let's say now, like, you found your mojo, you found your style, you found your idea. How are you going to do it? Well, first things first, you've got to know and you've got to pinpoint what you want to do, like, precisely. Is it going to be a novel, short story, or short fiction, uh, short fantasy? Because you will need to have at least a sort of an idea of the wording of how long is it going to be. Now, that being said... I cannot really tell you that, oh no, you should do this, oh no, you should do that. No, this is impossible because writing is a flowing art, so it's really hard for you to pinpoint something that is done, a project that is over. Like, usually, like, always keep this in mind when you are trying to write or when you are actually writing or if you are a professional writer like myself, is that writing is something that is flowing. It never ends and it never begins technically. So, that being said, a lot of people do not know that. A lot of people think, oh, it's, the story is over. Oh, I can't do shit about it now. Actually, you can. Because if you are pinpointing what is missing, let's say, for example, in comments, or, or supporting a writer, let's say, for example, with their money, or something like that, with your money, you are 
encouraging the writer to do either a sequel or do a new reverb. Let's say, for example, like Soul to Lucifer originally was called Slave 13, and it was a very old uh, werewolf story that I had that I made when I was 12. And I actually wrote it down by hand in the book. It, not in the book, in the copy book. Just the same that the one that I have right now that I'm actually writing all of my projects on. This is why it's very important for new writers in particular. Well, not just new writers, actually any type of artist. But in particularly people who write, whether songwriting, poetry, books, uh, stories, podcasters, even like me, like radio podcasters or even storytellers, it is always best to write what you want to say or write what you have on mind, even if it it is not relevant to the story itself, it will give you the mood, it will give you the, the atmosphere that you need. Now, why am I saying this is very, very important? Because we are humans, I mean, come on, our mood swings are as fast as the tide of the at the side of the sea so it's really hard to have a very fixed uh, fixed idea of what you want to do in particularly in a heat of a moment as the pass as the time passes so yeah let's say for example like this morning I was really cheerful I couldn't write now that I'm like I got pissed off by something I'm like here I am and I'm just like pulling out my anger on the chapter that I'm writing, which is actually the right atmosphere because what I'm going to be writing is something very dark. So that just this, and this is what happens when you find your mojo because especially if you are going to be writing in particularly anything dark, so thriller, suspense, uh, drama, uh, dark erotica, dark humor even, or even horror in general, it is always best to have something a, let's say this, um, music or something or idea or memories or anything that does set you off, as in mood, so that you would be able to do this, you would be able to write comfortably without any type of problem. Well, not problem without any misinterpretations for your work. Because here's the thing, a lot of readers and a lot of writers do get this wrong, is that, especially when it comes to horror, this is why a lot of people, not just horror, actually, horror and erotica, I mean, next time I will probably, in the end of the series, I will probably, probably, I will read parts of a few books that I will be selecting, and I will be talking about what is wrong with them and they are actually very very known books so it's not like something that you have never heard or something like that no i will be reading something that is very very known and i will also take example of my own book and do a lot of comparison now i'm not saying that this is going to be like a self-promotion thing no i mean my book is already known enough so i'm kind of happy but just to say this is like just to say like this is what happens when you have very very poor writing skills this is why I, this is what i said in the beginning is that 
even though a lot of people can be writers, not a lot of them are competent to write. Unfortunately, this is what happens. And yeah, so that being said, now I know this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode from the others, but technically this is what you need to be, well, to start, to start writing, because to start writing you just need to have your ideas set up, you need to have like your mojo set up. And it doesn't have to be like in one language, so just just to let you know, like you can literally mix and match languages as much as you can. But of course, if you are going to be doing that, please, 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 um, write a translation, a literal translation of what you just like what you just wrote in the foreign language, so that your audience would not get confused. That is, of course, if you are writing online, if you are writing offline, let's say, for example, like on paper, it is best to keep the first language, the first used language, or the most used language intact throughout the entire, uh, throughout the entire novel. This is the tip that I could give you. So, yeah. And on that note, I thank you so, so much. And right now, I'm actually going to be writing, so I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.